welcome back to What Moves You with Jesse. Today I'd like to share a bit about relationships. Romantic or otherwise, whether you're partnered or not, there's some great info in this for everyone. First, let me ask you, have you ever been really excited about a project and by the time you get halfway through it, you've lost a sense of the thrill or the spark that had motivated you to get it started in the first place? For example, when we Marie condoed our house last year, I was so inspired. For several days, I had a pep in my step because I was loving the process and it felt so good to clean things out that we'd held on to for a decade. Or when it came to my clothes, some items were in my closet for over 20 years. But as the project unfolded and time kept ticking on and piles of crap seemed to keep showing up out of thin air, to say that I lost my chutzpah is an understatement. (laughs) Did I keep tackling the project one pile at a time? I sure did. But mainly because at this point the house looked like it had been looted, so there was no way around it. But as I got closer to completing the project and different areas began looking pulled together, I found myself feeling excited again, motivated and walking around town with a pep in my step. Can you see where I'm going with this? Relationships are no different. At the beginning of the condo project, my imagination was limitless. I was free in my mind. I could shuck and jive with the project. Even at the beginning of me looking in nooks and crannies and opening cupboards to find more and more crap, I was inspired and felt like Mary Poppins making everything spit spot. (laughs) This is very much like the honeymoon period of any relationship, romantic or otherwise. When we're new with someone, our minds are open. We're lighthearted when we observe idiosyncrasies in the other person. We're more curious as opposed to judgmental. Then as the relationship unfolds, judgmental thinking, i.e. the piles of crap, begin to get louder and take top billing over staying in a good feeling. Little things irritate us because we've made up our mind that the other person doesn't appreciate us, hear us, or understand us. Listen, I've been with my husband, Mike, for over 16 years, and in that time, as we grow in this understanding together and I look back at our years together in hindsight, the only things that have ever made our relationship look like something was wrong was when I was caught up in my head and I wasn't fully present with him. What's interesting is, it doesn't mean I always had crappy thinking about him, in those phases that created distance or weird energy. Oftentimes it was my thinking about my life that got in the way first. Like when I was depressed and lost a few years ago, our sex life tanked. Then of course I felt distant from him. I picked things apart about our relationship, trying to find the answer as to why that part of my life was going to hell in a handbasket like everything else. But in hindsight, as you can probably see, 
there's no way I could have dropped into a loving feeling that allows for that vulnerability and heart connection that I needed while I was walking around in a dark cloud of habitual shitty thinking about how lost I was. It's just common sense. I was distracted. But when we're in it, we forget and start pointing our fingers at everything we can when the most obvious thing is to look at the distance being created by whatever thinking we have in the moment. So how does the shift back to a good feeling happen? All it takes is an awareness and a willingness to have a change of heart to see what's been making you feel distant and discontent. When you're aware of how your thinking has been the gas in the tank of your relationship, you'll naturally feel your loving feelings for the other person begin to fill your tank again. Because the awareness shift is what allows you to open up, feel your heart, and begin to see clearly again. What I found in my experience with Mike is when I wake up to my internal distractions, my well-being bubbles up. My heart naturally opens and I find myself longing to spend time with him or ask him how he's doing or what he's up to. When we let our minds settle and come back to well-being, it also makes it easy to see when your partner is filled with thinking that's getting between you as well. And what naturally evolves is a more compassionate feeling because you know what that's like. You've been there yourself. Your behavior will come from a more loving and curious place as opposed to from being spun up in your own story about what you think their behavior is all about. Lastly for today, though I have a sense more relationship convos are in our future together, (laughs) oftentimes I'll hear from folks who've been in a long relationship and have a million things going on as far as work, kids, caring for elderly family members, a lot, is that they don't see how they can get back to a loving feeling because they're hardly ever with their spouse. And when they are, the interaction feels more businessy, talking about to-do lists, schedules, and stressors. Well, here's the thing. Don't you have friends that you only see now and again that fulfill and nourish your heart and soul when you're with them, no matter how long you have with them? Enough so that months and months can go by and you can pick up where you left off? There is nothing different in your relationship. When people travel, they tend to come home with a loving feeling for the people they met and experienced. Even if they've gone to a country where they don't speak the same language and they've exchanged merely warm hellos and goodbyes— a quick exchange on how to get places, or mere eye glances between each other in the streets. Again, relationships are no different. Amount of time is not necessary. The more open and free of mind we are with each other, the more we stay in a loving feeling, hear each other on a deep level, and can weather the storm of changes in each other and life much more freely even if we only have 15 minutes face-to-face. So next time you start to get kicked up around a relationship, here's what's helped for me. Am I listening to him, or am I listening to my story about him? Am I present, 
Or am I world around in my story about life? Is this thing that's pissing me off worth giving up my mental well-being? The answer is almost always no. And in the no, I'm able to come back to myself and move forward accordingly with my open heart. Onward, my loves. May you enjoy each other a little more today and every day. Sending love in all directions, and I'll see you next week.